everybody. <laughs> Please ignore all that. This is our first video, Brian. Yeah, and you're hating every second of it. <laughs> I really am. I like my lipstick color. That's uh, It's popping. It is. It's popping. It's popping. It, do you know that song? No. All right. Good for <laughs> dancing, just, though. I was bugging along. Um, are you Brian, drinking? Yes. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I am. Is it, is it obvious that we're drinking? Cheers. It, if, if not, it's about to be. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to episode 33 of The Love here, here. Pod. Upward pause as we swallow. Brian, what are you drinking? Oh, Brian's chugging. Mm. Uh, Whoa. That you was just an hear. ode to Archer because that's my favorite show. So I had to do that. Okay. He drinks and a lot. For, and then just... <laughs> yeah. So what are what was that that you just downed? Uh, that was a vodka cranberry, my second favorite drink in the world. What's your first favorite drink in the world? A double vodka cranberry. <laughs> 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 um, I... Whiskey sour is my first. Okay. So you, I don't think I've ever had a whiskey sour. I don't know. It's incredible. It is the best way to forget what you did the night before. Oh, there are so many ways to forget. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Love Pod podcast, where you will get your daily, weekly, like semi-monthly, I think now, bi-monthly. Your, your bi-monthly. There it is. Your bi-monthly dose of all things love, reality. Okay, one more time. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. We're doing, you're doing great, honey. Where you're getting great. all of your daily bi-monthly doses of love talk in all things reality TV and something else that I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting, but it's okay because I'm drinking. <laughs> that took you, it took you approximately two minutes to get so drunk that you stumbled through that intro. The funny thing is I'm not drunk. I'm just, uh, you're just stumbling out of it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just out of it right would, now. <laughs> would you like me to try or should we just roll with it? You should try it. Let's see. We're going to add okay. this together because I'm keeping it regardless. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> we should have outtakes. We this will be the outtakes there in the beginning. Or the end. The end's a good place for end it. End is a better place? Yeah. yeah for sure. I think so. For sure. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Love Pod. Everybody's favorite dating, relationship, and reality TV recap show. Brian, DJ Chocolate Thunder. Can you make it through a hello? Hello. <laughs> welcome and to our faces. I, welcome to our faces and our glasses <laughs> glare. Yeah, you're um, going to have to put up with that because I'm not going to be able to edit that out. I don't think. Yeah, I'll wear contacts next time, but I really hate them. I don't so like poking my eye every day. I don't think that's safe. I mean, I haven't died yet. <laughs> You're just one sneeze away from like, <laughs> like. If it was gonna happen to anyone, let's be real, it would probably happen to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just didn't completely agree with that. I everything weird and random and negative, not negative, but bad, like weird bad happens to moi. Brian, <laughs> stop fidgeting. You've really got an interesting background going there. Like you're all set for it's some weird, yeah. Dog cage. Workout ball. Ooh, God. Directions. And then attire. 
drunk. Not drunk at no. all. No, I always like I never know what direction I'm pointing because it's like opposite. I think for some reason. Well, behind you is always behind you, so that's a good way to start. Front and back are always in the same direction. I'm looking at the screen, so I'm trying to point to it like as I'm looking at it, not for where it is, because I'm dumb. And so like if I want to point at my wallpaper, if I want to point at the non-papered part of the wall. You don't see your wallpaper. Yes, it's right there. Oh, oh shoot. I thought that was an actual brick wall. That's just wallpaper. I'm like, yeah, what are you pointing I at? <laughs> I cannot with you oh, today. Gosh. Man. I was like, holy shit, he can't see an entire half a wall. <laughs> <laughs> What's in that vodka? I call it doing quite a number cocaine. <laughs> yes, just mix it in there and then drink it. Oh god. I'm gonna just, just let's pause for a drink. Yes. This isn't even a drinking podcast, but now it is. That's actually really good. Mm. If you like Moscato, uh, vintage in the Golden State, California Roots is what I'm drinking right now. Isn't that a a dessert wine? <clears throat> Everything I drink is a dessert wine. There we go. <laughs> I like really sweet. It's 2017, so you know it's well aged. <laughs> Got that good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, the real expensive uh, fine wine of the times. Uh, I really like sweet drinks. Uh, on the twice yearly occasions that I drink. So, yeah, Moscato, We're gonna make that more sweetie often. vodka. I don't know. That would be a horror. We're going to rename this to the Degenerates podcast and just drink every Wouldn't episode. hate it. Would not hate it. No. Okay. <laughs> so, besides uh, Brian's drinking habits, <laughs> today don't we are... Help. He doesn't... He doesn't want it. We've tried to have an intervention and he just help. handed out drinks at the intervention. <laughs> Wanted to make people feel comfortable. <laughs> that does it every time. It's so weird. So I really don't drink and obviously I haven't been to a lot of events this year, but people don't know what to do with non-drinkers. It's like, mm -hmm. here's, um, we don't have, we have mixers. So mm. if you want to just drink like margarita mix straight without any booze in it, then we can do that. Or <clears throat> I think you can melt the ice from the ice chest of beer and make yourself a cup of water. And I'm like, have you, do you not, this, we're clearly not adults here. <laughs> Nobody has anything to drink but beer. When Me you and go to a party. some coworkers were talking the other day, and we were just talking about like stuff to do. We were gonna have a a work party at Dave and Buster's, and they closed it down because of COVID. So we were like, we should just do something. I know it was such a bummer because I love Dave and Buster's. Um, but one girl was like, I don't drink, and she said it like really quickly. So everybody stopped and looked at her like, wait, what? And she like got really full of shame, like, I, I don't drink. And we were like yeah. judging her hardcore, like, you don't yeah. drink, you loser, like. And it was weird. Like, this is the more safe option, and we're, like, ridiculing her for it. Like, it's weird. We totally don't know what to do with non-drinkers. Like, what do yeah. you do then? <laughs> I mean, you just don't drink. You can have fun and not drink. It's, no, it's totally true. We just, we're, it's just so uncommon that we were like, oh, you poor, th like, can we drink? Is that weird? Like, we don't want to tempt you. Like, it's, like it's not, it's not drugs. It's okay. She can. <laughs> well, even... Well, no, I was going to say, even if it were drugs, and I didn't mean that, uh, that's a different scenario. Um, 
even with alcoholics, a lot of alcoholics aren't comfortable if you, you know, they can't be around people who drink, but most of them don't mind it. And it's not encouraging them to drink unless you're like shoving shots in their face. Yeah. But which is so the, fun. That's a whole nother podcast. I'm really trying hard to do this without my glasses and I cannot <laughs> see a GG thing. The black blur is where I am. If <clears throat> oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, there's a black blur all the way around oh. our faces. Hmm. So, because it's a black. Oh, you probably screen. have like a giant yeah, screen. I thought you were yeah. talking about. Yeah. No, got you. Yeah, we're censoring our what? faces. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about reality TV relationships and how successful they are compared to real life here in the good old U.S. of A. That's a 50% divorce rate. Go us, Team yes. USA. We're crushing it right now. <laughs> we are crushing it everywhere. We're crushing it in COVID cases. We're crushing it in elections. We're Ugh. crushing it in, well, actually, now we are crushing it in elections. We are, yeah. We turned a corner. <laughs> um, we're crushing it in marriage. We're crushing it on Bumble. We are just doing all the things. Quite literally. Hey, oh. So, some of the shows that we're going to discuss, I'm going to run down the list. Are you the one? The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, 90 Day Fiance, Love Island. Mm. And the reason this came about is Brian and I are watching The Bachelorette right now, and Are You the One? Uh, because I said we were going to, and now he has to. And that's how this podcast works. I have no options. <laughs> you don't. We could, Thank well, a, 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 according, a, according to our audience, <laughs> according to our audience, we should be watching 90 Day Fiance, but I, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do it. Listen, I'm that. willing to jump in there. I'm willing to just, just do it, you know? <clears throat> it makes me so, or, I was going to say irrationally angry, but I feel like watching them, there's complete re- rationale to that anger. Yes. They're just, <laughs> yeah. they're awful. They're the worst people I've ever seen on TV. The? And I've seen a lot of TV. I mean... Like right up there with Real Housewives and Jersey Shore. They are that's bad. Yeah, like they bring the drama, but it's not like the drama you want to see, which yeah. a lot of people do. They get real invested and there's so many spin-offs. There's 90 days the other way, there's 90 days happily ever after, there's 90 days. Oh yeah. Before the 90 days, after the 90 days, besides the 90 days. Good lord. 30 locked up. 90 days in, I don't even know. There's it's, just a lot yeah. of options in the 90 Day Fiance franchise. What's up with time limits? Um, well, I think it maybe has something to do with visas, I want to say, like how long you can stay in a country without, hmm. without uh, paperwork, yes. without some yep. kind of documentation. I don't know. I'm making Nobody wants to see a sure. love reality show based in Kentucky. <laughs> that's not Come marketable on. so let's put it honey in Hawaii boo boo. honey boo boo was very popular uh, for all the wrong reasons <laughs> she's apparently a smoking hot hottie right now though did you see that in those ads that pop up on like the 
reality news sites that we we read because mm -hmm. i i didn't click on that don't click on them there's they're not good for you don't do they're it. not good for your mental health yeah yeah it's emotional i can't say that it's just bad <laughs> it's inaccurate at the very it's, least it's falsities so, now i'm gonna look at what she looks like hello hello hi i'm over here <laughs> Okay, yes. so of these shows, our audience thought that Love is Blind had the highest success rate. 60%-ish of people said that. Then hopping on down to about 23% of people thought Married at First Sight was the most successful at matching their couples. 13% thought that 90 Day Fiance had the most success stories with their... Ugh. And then more spot for her, guys. Give her a minute. <laughs> I just gag a little every time. And then a little under two percent thought that Love Island was the best. Now I'm going to read you the actual results. Are you ready for this, B? No, he's not ready. This is a podcast, so you have to say words. Sorry, I know. I, we're doing a video, and so I just kind of assume that you could you can hear my head shake. I'm saying no very solemnly. No, yeah, keep, go for keep it. Drink. Is that all vodka and just a splash of cranberry? It doesn't look like it because it's red, but yeah, there's quite a bit of vodka in here. Is there also like a piece of celery in there? What's going What is that green? Oh, well, I got it from a glass. Brewery. Yeah, it's a really oh. nice glass. It looks like, because when you hold it by the side, it looks like there's a piece of celery. And I was like, that is an awkward combination. If it's I small and my one. hands are large, so I have to hold it with like fingers. <laughs> that's what you want to think. Then sure, we can go with that. Ooh, I know, burn. Okay, so I'm going to go least successful to most couples. Because mm -hmm. uh, that makes logic sense. So the worst show at pairing up couples is, can I get a drum roll? Can you add that in? Oh, I meant like a sound effect, but yeah, you can do that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise, which actually surprised me because they pick their matches and they're all familiar with each other from the Bachelor Nation franchises. Mm -hmm. And they are just super shitty terrible at long-term <laughs> commitment. Uh, let's see, they've had one, two, three, four, five out of a hundred, sorry, six, seven out of 154 cast members. Uh, there were seven couples that came out of all those 154 cast members that lasted. Um, that would be Carly and Evan currently. Carly and Evan married. Tanner and Jade married. Dylan and Hannah engaged. Caitlin and Dean dating. Astrid and Kevin engaged. Ashley and Jared and Raven, uh, Ashley and Jared married, sorry, and Raven and Adam engaged because COVID has delayed their wedding. Um, right above The Bachelor in Paradise peeps are The Bachelor, which I don't think is a big surprise. Uh, there have been 24 seasons of The Bachelor and there have only been three marriages out of that entire thing. So 24 men, three marriages, a whopping 11%. They really got to get more committed men on these shows because yeah. with the exception of like one or two, they're doing it all for the nookie. I'm bringing that back. 
and the fame and the Instagram endorsements. And they've had some really awful bachelors the last couple of seasons. I know. Mm -hmm. So tell me, you just found out somehow because you've been living under a rock who the new bachelor Guilty. is. So now you know it's Matt James. Why are you so excited? I know why I'm excited it's Matt James, but why are you excited it's Matt James? Oh, I'm basic. It's because he's a brother. All right. <laughs> yeah, he's actually the first one. I know. That's why it's so bachelor. exciting. What? what? Represent. And Tasha, uh, Tasha's only the second black bachelorette. She's half black, mm. but still. Yeah. Um, it counts. <laughs> so they're finally, like, twenty years into the series, making some representation there, and I hope that continues. I hope we Better see more diversity. <laughs> is it? I go marginally. Yeah. It's almost is, like they're being thrown a bone, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. And for it to have happened this year, I guess that's the one silver lining we can say they finally listened to their audience who for yeah. years has been like, which gave us an older bachelorette, maybe. I, in theory, it sounded great, but not necessarily that bachelorette who yeah. was gonna get engaged two minutes in, but <laughs> what else? <laughs> She's all about Dale and good for her. She will not be named. Uh, are you the one? So this is the one that Brian and I just started watching the first two seasons of, which are available on Netflix right now. There have been eight seasons for everybody who is familiar with the show that have been on MTV and Philo, uh, the new TV app. But we can only watch seasons one and two because we are poor mm -hmm. podcasters. Yes. So this one <laughs> is there are. 20 singles and they have to find their perfect match and if all 20 of them match up with the perfect match that their experts decided was their match they win a million dollars which is pretty cool but then it only adds up to like 50 grand a person so not as cool but you know it's still money just for hanging out in a beach resort for two months yeah and they out of eight seasons have had 80 contestants, a total of 40 couples matched up at the end of each, at the end of the shows. Mm -hmm. They've only had four matches that stayed together. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. The very first season, um, one of the couples got engaged on the reunion show and they actually are married now with uh, two little girls. And then nice. some of the other seasons to come uh, we'll talk about in the future because we are going to recap seasons one and two of Are You the One next episode. Stay tuned. But uh, yeah, only four out of 40. So they're. That's mad great. shocking because the entire literal goal is for them to like pair off. And just from the like the four, I think I'm on like episode six right now or something like that, or actually eight, but um the the entire makeup of the show was like you have to find the person and they're filtering through a bunch of people and so statistically they should have a higher chance of finding the person that they've been with because they've been through the eight months that they're in that show they're like fine or the two months the two months that they're on that show it's like 10 weeks yeah because i think it's a week per they have 10 chances and it's a week per yes chance and so but, like they're filtering through the wrong options and so like you makes sense to me that you would then at the end of the show at least know who it might be and i don't know it's, it's well weird and we've we've talked about this since we started watching they're really i think most of them are just there to bang yeah um yeah. 
and the girls are usually more serious than the guys, but there's always like this token guy who is like, I love you. I just mm -hmm. met you, but let's get married. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't care who my real match is. I'm going to serious guy. I'm going <laughs> to lose a million dollars for everyone <laughs> just for the love of my life. Who isn't your match, but you just mm -hmm. want to bang real bad. Yeah. yeah. So I guess when you look mm -hmm. at it that way, it does make sense. But you would think, because they're matchmakers putting this all together, right? You would think that they had a higher success rate, which makes me doubt the whole science of matchmaking. And I'll get to more of that in just a second as we go through these shows. Mm. So the next one, and I only did uh, Love Island UK because the U.S. has only had two seasons. Um, they have a 13% match rate and uh, are also equally terrible. Out of the 45 couples, six um, are still together and two were together after the show. And most of them came from the first couple of seasons because I used to watch this. Uh, Lewis and Callie had a baby. So did Jamie and Camilla and Dom and Jess. And Lucy and Luke from the previous, the most recent season just started dating. Nathan and Kara are engaged. Alex and Olivia are married. And Hannah and Jonathan are in, were engaged but broke it off. Um, so not a great success rate either. I mean, if you combine... So that's four sh those four shows that I just mentioned. Those four shows together do not even equal the fifty percent average in the U average divorce rate in the U.S. So there are these experts casting these shows, and we know a lot of it's for drama, but they can't. I mean, they don't even come close to people just pairing off in real life. Yeah. And I wonder if you hire a genuine matchmaker instead of going through a reality TV process, if it's mm -hmm. different because they're not looking for TV show content. Yeah. They're actually looking for matches. Yeah. And I wonder sometimes, like when I've seen the matches for uh, Are You The One, I'm like, mm, I don't buy into those two together. I don't see mm -hmm. it. And it's weird because, like, the setup, they're all talking about, like, so the first couple of episodes, they just keep repeating, like, man, we really suck at this. And and it's crazy that, like, the, so when they first start the show, it, just a tad bit, it's not really a spoiler because it's not, like, giving anything. But, like, one of the first thing they say is, you're all here because you suck at relationships. Like, that's what you all have in common. And And then the one thing that they keep repeating is, yeah, we're really bad at this. And I question, like, are you though like because they're they're all saying well maybe we shouldn't listen to our gut that's generally what people use in irl um which is in real life for you nerds uh oh thank you i wasn't yeah. sure yeah no i, I appreciate the translation i got you um and so what like mostly people actually follow that like i have a gut feeling about this one like i really feel you know like in my down here and there's actually science behind the whole gut intuition thing but i'm not going to get into that because it's boring but that's how people know but so like people are using that in this show and they're wrong and so they're like well who could it be which is why dean is questioning the matchmaking skills it's because it's mostly bs it seems like it anyways i don't know i'm not yeah, yet. i'm kind of leading that way especially after seeing these statistics um but the thing is okay if if i were on that show and you know you have 10 chances to find the one and there's there's 10 people who could potentially be your match mm. why not even if it's just for a day 
sit down for 10 days, one day with each person and mm -hmm. talk to them and spend the day with them so that you know, like, oh, we're definitely not a match. Like they just, they don't talk to everybody in the house until like the ninth hour. And it's right. like, oh yeah, well I've been through everybody else and I really wanted to be with this person. So I wasted nine weeks with them and they weren't <laughs> my match. And I knew that week too, yeah. but yeah. I'm still going to talk to them. Like I do think, and they've tried to strategize in the first couple of seasons and I won't spoil how that works out, but I do think, especially on a competition, when it's a competition, because this isn't just about finding love. Let's be real. Like a lot of them are there for the money um, you have to go about it like some kind of, there's only so many choices you have. You personally mm. have 10 options. It's not that hard. You're going to find quite a few people who are like, I know I would definitely never in a million yeah. years be with this person. Uh, so to the future cast members of, are you the one, like, what mm. are you thinking? Whatever you're doing, stop doing it though. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Just, as I would say to my dogs. Um, so our audience thought this next show was the most successful. And to be fair, it only has had one season. Um, but Love is Blind only has a 20% success rate compared to the 50% of random U.S. couples. Um, and that's divorce rate versus... I mean, I guess it could go either way. Because if it's 50%, 50% of people are still married and 20% of people on this show are still together. So the mm -hmm. two couples uh, that are married, obviously, are Amber and Barnett, Lauren and Cameron, and then you have Jeanina and Damien who are still dating out of mm. 31 cast members total who went on to find Liv. And six did end up getting engaged, but um, that's a lot worse than I thought. Like I said... I've said in the past that Love is Blind had a better match rate than Married at First Sight, mm -hmm. but I think it's just because Married at First Sight has had more chances to get it right, and Love is Blind only had that one season. So yeah. we'll see how it goes in the future. I really do hope we're going to get an early 2021 season of Married at, uh, sorry, of Love is Blind, but I'm not even sure. Well, I don't. I think they had like a final announcement for casting recently in Chicago. Am I boring mm. you, Brian? No, 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 no. My my supervisor told me that uh, yawning is like your brain preparing to take in more information. Because um, I yawn every time he starts talking, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, No, no, no. It just means that you're listening. I was like, Yeah, that's totally what that means. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wasn't gonna fall asleep at all. Um. And our, my favorite show out of all of these, of course, is Love is Blind. That's what started mm -hmm. this podcast. And I love talking to the people of Love is Blind. But we're on a lot of these other shows. Some of the couples that weren't originally matched get together later. I haven't, uh, with the exception of like the whole Elsie and Mark scandal, I haven't seen mm -hmm. anything about the other cast members like getting together or hooking up or anything like that. As much as I've seen with Love Island and Are You the One and obviously The Bachelor, they do that all the time. So yep. uh, I wonder if it's because they really get to know each other and have a lot of time talking. Whereas with these other shows, either they just are there to win money and get laid or with The Bachelor and Bachelor, they don't have a ton of time together. 
I mean, yeah, they film for six weeks, but it starts with what, like 20, 25 contestants. And yeah. so you maybe get like a total of a week with the person who you end up getting engaged to, which is insane to me, but power to them. I mean, uh, because, yeah. Let's be honest. You put a, a number or a dollar sign over finding love. The I think that the concept of like, the concept of some people, I think there was one guy, maybe two, and then like another female in uh, Are You The One? Um, and then some other shows, but like people have said like, I'm willing to give up money to find like true love. And so I think it's just so interesting that like true love ideally is the prize in itself. And then, then you have money as like another thing kind of like separately. And so like when you mesh those two and say like, I'll give you this money if you find this other prize, it's like, but this is the prize in and of itself. And so I think that this prize dilutes this one. And so I'm not surprised that those numbers are as low as they are. When you're throwing money into it, it's like, yeah, I'm not really motivated to find true love because I want to try to find true love. It's because I want $50,000, you know what I mean? And and that will help me find true love because I'm, I'm sure most of them know this isn't going to work out. It's not going to last. Something's going to happen. Um, and I wanted, uh, I wanted to give an example of a guy and what he said, but I'm going to do that next show. But remind yeah. me to bring up John and some comments I, that he made. I do have some thoughts about, like, especially because they're so young and most of them aren't mm -hmm. ready to settle down. It would be interesting yeah. to see. We'll talk about it next time. We'll yeah. talk about it next time. It's so hard not to, guys. <laughs> I know. We're really trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. If you have if you have watched, we are going to get to it next time. If you haven't watched, catch up on the first two seasons of Are You the One? Uh, so that we can talk about it to you, with you, around you, and spoil I'll it. I'll you. <laughs> we are that kind of show, so just beware. <laughs> uh, love um, pod after dark. Oh man, we never, we're always after dark, so we can't even have Literally. like another, it, it is quite, <laughs> quite after, this is past my bedtime, so everybody please, God bless round of applause for me still being awake at 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. <laughs> you crazy thing over there. I know, I am loose. such a party animal. Tina's not I wearing pants, guys. I want to see. Um, I'm wearing sweatpants <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> Woo. Uh, next on the list is the bachelor ed uh they i feel like the women on the show maybe not the contestants on the bachelor but the ones who end up being the bachelorette really are besides being incentivized by that two hundred fifty thousand dollar paycheck that they're probably getting i'm guessing i don't know exactly how much it is but they do actually genuinely want to find love. And that's why they have a higher success rate. They're more serious about commitment. And the guys yep. are kind of like, yeah, if I find someone that's cool, but also like, whatever, I'll get to make out with 30 girls. And I'd much <laughs> yeah. rather do that. Yeah. Um, so the Bachelorette has a 30% success rate. And they've had 10 total couples get married. And hmm. um, sorry. I don't know what I'm saying here. Sorry, they've had three couples get married, three couples get engaged. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> it is, it works out to 30%. Yeah. Though they just had their first divorce, Ashley and JP, wow, um, wow. which is so sad because they were one of my favorite couples. 
Uh, but they've got, uh, from the very first season, Trista and Ryan, and obviously Ashley and JT. Uh, JP. Who am I calling JT? His name is JP. He's not Justin Timberlake. <laughs> uh, Desiree and Chris, JoJo and Jordan, Rachel and Brian, and then Ari and Lauren. Oh, sorry. Ari was the bachelor. I'm, I'm not drunk either. I just, here's my, okay, can I show you guys my note? Like, I, they're all over the place. I screwed it up, and so I was just putting arrows everywhere. Yikes. And there's a lot of information. It's a hot mess. This is, this <laughs> is what I do for you. Dedication. Um, so, also below every, all of these but one show are below the just random chance we picked our own match in the United States divorce rate. Mm. Um, Mary at first sight, I actually thought was going to be the lowest, though, mm -hmm. uh, other than maybe Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, or sorry, ba The Bachelor. I thought Bachelor in Paradise would be pretty high. And Mary at first sight is right up there with The Bachelorette. They've got about a 30% uh, success rate as well. And They've had like something like eight seasons now, 12 seasons. Ooh. And um, there were a total of 39 matches and 12 of those couples ended up staying together. Uh, one got ended up getting divorced not too long ago. And there's quite a few with babies as well. Hey so they're, they're doing all right, but it's still like, I don't understand how if you have expert matchmakers who are supposed to be finding the perfect match for these people. And then you have couples where the guy's cheating immediately um, with Matt and Amber mm -hmm. or the girl's just human trash or whatever the case might be. But they, they're supposed to screen these people up, down, sideways, backwards, forwards, and do a better job, matchmakers. Because really, I don't have faith in your process. I really... It makes me feel like all hope is lost if even matchmakers cannot find successful matches. Um, <laughs> or, because that would be like my last resort, right? Like <laughs> the dating apps don't work, not meeting people in person. You know, you're gonna suck it up and do a matchmaker. It's, it's the it's the producers. If the producers were also the matchmakers and they use actual like psychology science whatever that mix is but they do on the they do on married at first sight they have a psychologist they have a pastor yes that's true a pastor and, <laughs> and, which is um, i mean <laughs> pastor cal knows all he yeah. can do no wrong yeah. and then they have like a relationship sex therapist that's the noise um, i make when i hear the word sex <laughs> Brown chicken, Makes me brown nervous. cow. I'm sure you do very awkward things. Actually, we've talked about sex before. Yeah, you've been awkward. Yeah, guilty. I am who I am, ladies. <laughs> I he am is. who I am. He is, and that's okay. We're we're happy that you're you. Very surprisingly far surpassing any other show, which I cannot understand this. It really is a struggle for me, considering how little I like this show. 90 Day Fiance has a 71% success rate, and they <laughs> choose their own matches who are dumpster fire garbage people. 
I'm not oh, even going to read the whole list, but they've had seven seasons so far, 48 couples total, 32 are still together. Come on now. What <laughs> the fuck? Including, I don't know, Brian, have you watched this show yet? Um, I've only seen promos in like the first bit of the first episode. Um, okay. I don't remember what season it was, but yeah. It was it was interesting. It was very so interesting. There's this one couple who has caught my eye in the least flattering way possible. <laughs> Michael and Angela. She is abusive. Mm. She is obnoxious. She is not a good person. She's yeah. she's manipulative. And I'm not saying he's like an angel, but he doesn't deserve to be treated like that. And I don't understand. Mm. I do understand the issue getting out of a bad, a toxic relationship. I do get that because I've been there. You've been there. Everybody's probably been there. Yep. Uh, and we'll talk about that. I keep, I keep pushing it off, but she, I don't see a single attractive thing about this woman. He's not a bad looking dude and he's a pretty nice guy and they're still married. Why? why and she's so demanding and everything has to be her way and she needs attention she freaks out at nothing i don't have a single nice thing she she sticks all sorts of things down her bra on camera it's like a purse to her Mm. god bless her she i imagine that's a benefit for some ladies listen i have been known to stick my phone in my bra strap when i don't have pop the world needs more pockets for women. I know it's, it's becoming more popular, it's true. but where are we supposed to put shit? Like if I'm not, I'm not going to carry a purse out to the barn. <laughs> so yeah, I'll stick my phone. Either you use like in one of the arm sports bands, or sometimes I'll just stick it like right here in my tank top strap or like my bra strap. Um, so it's not... It's not like I've never done it, but I don't actually like shove my wallet, my cell phone, my keys, my m and like under boob. Yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah, like all in my cleave. Okay. Like this <laughs> woman. And then what do you do? Like, it's like a purse where you're digging around and you're like, mm, nope, not that one. Right. Mm, nope. Also don't need this. Oh, here it is. My pen. Like what? This isn't Mary Poppins bag, Angela. Okay. It's just a flex on small chested women is what it is. It's like, look what I can do. But you would be <laughs> Start pulling you out a, stuff. If you have a smaller chest, you can like make that work because you get a bigger bra, and then you just shove all sorts of shit in it. You put your snacks in there. You put right. your wallet in there. You put your pocket puppy in there. there. Stuff's just moving around. They're like, what's going on with your boobs? The dog's over here. The dog's over here. Yep. People are like, why are your breasts shaped like items? <laughs> why <laughs> is that, that one square and that exactly. one's a triangle? You're like, that's my ninja throwing star. <laughs> Sorry. Because you never you know. Just, yeah, sometimes you just need just to never know. fuck a bitch up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm your going to rerun knuckles. that. Is that going to be one of her bloopers? No. Yeah. Well, yes, definitely. That made the blooper reel. But I'm going to slow that part down and I'm like, listen to what she just said. And it's just going to be awesome because that is the best thing you've said to date. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because I'm the least, I hate conflict. I'm the least mm. violent person. 
but I'll pretend like I'm going to throw down. But if you really want to fight me, I'm running. Like, I'm not. <laughs> she's I'm like not right trying. up into the minute. Like, let's go. And then, all right. And she's like, just oh, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> I rip off the earring, the fake exactly. nails, the extensions that I'm I have not none done of those stuff things. Off yet. <laughs> I pull all the shit out of my bra. <laughs> Pull out one that ninja one. star, and then I throw it to distract you, and I run the other way. <laughs> That's how I fight. Oh man, that makes for great TV. <laughs> oh, I mean, if this is gonna, if we were gonna record video at any time, I'm glad it was this time. And my lipstick yes. is still staying on. I'm really it's proud popping. To say, it is just popping. Yeah. My lip gloss is popping. should aspire. <laughs> Also, guys, if you know the the lipstick song, or I think it's called Poppin' or Lipstick, or Lipstick is Poppin' or whatever, but it's by Lil when Mama. I was just singing. Wait, were you singing it? I was just going, my lipstick is, my lip gloss is poppin'. Yeah. My lip gloss is poppin'. So you do know it. I do. That's why I was just singing. Oh, I like I said, I made a reference to it earlier, and I was like, do you know that song? And you're like, no. And I was like, all right. Like, it's, what? Yeah. Did I black out for part of this episode? No, it was before. It was uh before this one. We had like oh. started the other one. And I was like, "It's popping, it's popping," and you were just like started dancing, and I was like, "You know what that is?" And you're like, no. "Yeah, but you didn't even sing that the way that it like that wasn't the same beat or anything. It was like or the, the very same beginning. words. Yeah, no. Or it's... no, now I remember. Okay, cool. But I was dancing, cool. and you're like, "Yeah, do you know that song?" And I was like, "I have no clue what the fuck that is." <laughs> and then you're like, "Now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, that was there not what go. that sounded like." It's no, I get it. That's fair. That's fair. I think the moral of the story is if you're going to go on TV, just know that unless you choose your fiance from another country and have them shipped to your country (laughs) in order to get married, you are not going to have a successful marriage if you go on television. It's just not likely. It's not what TV was made for, (laughs) finding true love. It's not. It it happens on occasion, as we can Mm -hmm. see. You will, however, get a lot of nookie. Lots. And lots of Instagram followers. There you go. That's also what it's good for. quite a few uh, social media sponsors. Mm -hmm. So if that's what you're after, which I think that's Mm -hmm. what a lot of these contestants are after, indeed, then do it. Do it to it. And I hope, I think... As seasons go on, as these shows have gone on longer and longer, it may start Mm. with a pure intention, but then they got to amp up the drama and there's a lot more pressure because Love is Blind, really, you hear from the cast and you read it in a lot of articles where the producers weren't trying to step in and force any matches, Mm -hmm. but you can tell now that we're 300 seasons into The Bachelor, and if you've ever watched, please, if you like reality TV, watch Unreal. I think it's on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's a, a satire on behind the scenes and quite a few real things that happen uh, on Bachelor-like shows. We talked yeah. about it with the why a little bit in our uh, Les- Life Lessons from Keisha episode, if you want to listen to that. It is an amazing, amazing show. Constance Zimmer, Zimmerman, Zimmer. Uh, I've heard her both ways. Who plays <laughs> Quinn and Sherry Appleby, who plays Rachel. Incredible actresses, and they. It's one of my favorite shows, so definitely check that out. Um, and just to give credit, because I did not come up with these results on my own, I used uh, Wikipedia, TV Insider, The Tab. 
E! News, The Cinemaholic, People, Insider, Cosmo, Refinery29, Nine Now, and Digital Spy. Um, for all of our research, Brian, do you want me to do the random acts of kindness or do you want to do it? I know you were so excited about it. Uh, story. Uh, I want I want to preface it by saying one, I'm not going to do it because I can't do it with a straight face, but my heart is very much into it. I think it's a cute story, but I'm going to pass this off to uh, Dina um, okay. to do it professionally. because I won't be <laughs> uh, It sounds as, funny guys, but it's not, it's cute. As, it is very cute. And, and as you guys know, so we forgot to do random acts of kindness last week and I kind of phoned it in with a quick two minute story about Dolly Parton. If you want to go back and listen <laughs> to that, um, we would love to hear your random acts of kindness if you want to send them to us at lovepod.podcast at gmail.com. And leave us a comment letting us know what you think about the reality TV shows and their match rate. If you would ever go on one, tell us which one you would go on. Apple Podcasts, The Love Pod. Okay, so our random acts of kindness story of the week. Two gay paint. Well, obviously, <laughs> they're helpful. Stop, because I'm not going to be able to do it with a straight face if you're going to laugh at me this whole time. Oh, God. Oh, mm. Gay penguin couple steals hearts as they hatch their second egg after trying with a rock. I'm not going to look at you. I've got to read it off my phone. Two male penguins, Sven and Magic, are stealing hearts again as the same-sex couple just hatched their second egg. Two years ago, the gay penguins at the Sea Life Sydney Aquarium were seen trying to hatch a rock, so the zookeepers gave them a spare egg instead. Their firstborn is now an adult, and the second egg gives them a chance to be fathers again. A spokesperson from the aquarium told the Star Observer, if one of our pairs has too many eggs or are not good at looking after their eggs, we will sometimes foster these eggs out to other pairs like Sven and Magic. We gave Sven and Magic an egg to incubate as they have proven to be good parents in the past. The two dads had their second eggs hatched this month, along with other members of the aquarium's Gen 2 penguins. Carrie Dixon, Sea Life Sydney's aquarium penguin supervisor. How awesome would it be to be a penguin supervisor? How do you get that job? Hell of a title. <laughs> I would like to be the Sydney aquarium's penguin supervisor. Carrie, if you ever leave your job, I know nothing about penguins. Please give me a call anyway and teach me your ways. Wonder if she was um, responsible for pairing those two male penguins up together. You know, <laughs> I think they just found love together, and there's a whole backstory. And they tried to, to be. be with their penguin mates. They they went on the penguin version of Are You the One, <laughs> and <laughs> they realized that none of the women were for them. Yeah, the, the women penguins. They still had beards for a while. Uh, they had brat brat head headbands and um they were rocking six packs hey we saw a whole montage of them doing <laughs> their little penguin exercises with their little penguin wings yes just douching it up <laughs> uh so they had two penguin chicks and uh they said that same-sex couples aren't uncommon in that species of penguins uh, there's a lot of male-male or female-female pairings. 
so <laughs> if any if any if penguins can be accepting of all types of love then freaking humans should be able to be as well i got in a twitter fight with the woman because she was bashing a gay couple or a gay guy for being gay and he was going to hell. And that's not okay with me. Yes, I avoid conflict, but I also stand up for what's right. And this woman was just adamant. And there's this whole video from a religious studies major who has her doctorate in religion, I guess. I don't know what the technical title is. But who Theology. explained, thank you, her doctorate <laughs> in religious stuff. Um, <laughs> and she explained that the Bible has been edited many times <clears throat> to include certain things that weren't in the original text. So there was not a single mention of homophobia in the original Bible until the 1940s. There's no references that say that man cannot lie with man in the original Bible. And it's very interesting if you want to go to our Twitter at Love Pod Podcast and check it out. Um, I never I never realized because you hear so many people saying that homosexuality is wrong and it's in the Bible that way, that it's almost like a reality show where they let you see what they want you to see. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's another life tip. Know what you're reading and know what you're watching and that there's always uh, there's always some editing magic that goes on no matter what form it takes. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. have had their hands on that book. <laughs> Lots I mean, of it's people. been in existence for centuries and we all know that humans yeah. are garbage, Of course it's going to be so. tampered with. <laughs> um, so uh, Sven and Magic's original penguin chick named Laura is now two and very independent. Even though she's relatively young, she attempted to take part in breeding season this year. She and mm. her partner set up a nest and carefully washed over it, but unfortunately weren't successful in hatching offspring. They're looking forward to seeing how it goes next year and whether she'll give uh, Sven and Magic a little grand penguin. So if you're not following, guys, this female penguin is a surrogate. <laughs> no, that's their daughter. That's their daughter from last year. Oh. Two years ago. Oh, and she's Sven and Magic's daughter, who is oh, two shoot. years old. Okay, got you. They so Sven and Magic were the foster parents for got Laura. You. There we go. Okay. The whole saga. You've got to. But keep still, up. technically, sir. <laughs> yes, uh, whatever you want to call it. They <laughs> they hatched Laura. Now, Laura tried to participate in the breeding season, but wasn't successful. Mm -hmm. But when she is, she's going to give them a grand penguin. <laughs> How freaking, I can't. That's too adorable. Guys. And this story came from Tank's Good News, which is our go-to site for all yes. things good news. We really appreciate it, Tank Sinatra. She's going to go to all of her friends. And say, my two dads now have a grand penguin. And, <laughs> and I am who I am because of my dad's yeah, and magic. dad penguins. I <laughs> like, love it. Oh, hey. <laughs> like, they just show up, like, dancing to, like. <laughs> wow. To my lip gloss is popping. <laughs> I'm just thinking of gay penguins and happy feet. <laughs> 
and like just how like those are amazing. two different types of gay Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like just if they were in the movie, like it just would have been like, uh, it just would have been awesome. Like, well, why don't you make a remake and include Sven? I'm gonna in do magic. that. I'm gonna get do on that. that. Yeah, that's another right, thing I'm adding producers. on your list of things to do. Become no a please. famous animator. <laughs> yeah, and me and Dina will be the voiceovers of. Spin oh yeah, obviously. Wait, I have to be. I have yeah, to be no, one you of the definitely got it. Yeah, oh, this was I thought idea. I would be Laura. This you was, can also be, be Laura. You don't need to limit this yourself. This was not my idea. Let's be clear. This was all of you. <laughs> yeah. My bun is falling down. My hair is falling. It's late. I think that means it's time to wrap up this episode. Yes. DJ Chocolate Thunder. That it is. So why don't Dana you go needs ahead her beauty and... rest. <laughs> I need a lot of it if I'm gonna spin rough. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lot of a lot. This requires <laughs> a lot of maintenance, even though it doesn't look like it. Um, Brian? Guys, thank you so much for joining in. We love you all so much. I said it at the top of the show, and I'm saying it at the bottom of the show because we <laughs> the bottom. Um, I don't think you said it. It's the top of this recording. Oh, that's right, guys. I'm so sorry. We love you so much. Thank you for sticking with us, your troopers. Um, you've listened to The Love Pod. We have been The Love Pod hosts. <laughs> um, and if you like what you heard, please check us out on Love Pod Podcast on Apple mm-hmm. Music and Google Play Music and uh gosh iTunes, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio now, yes. Radio Public, Amazon Music. But specifically anyone that lets you leave feedback because we love feedback, so please mm-hmm, tell us mm-hmm. what you think, what you think we should watch, comments about something that you've heard, questions, we love to read it all. So hit us up. And don't forget, drop in the comments, because we're putting this on YouTube as well, Mm, which reality TV show is your favorite. Uh, And stay tuned. At the end of this episode, we are going to give you a special quick sneak peek at Love is Blind, The Sims Edition on YouTube. Hey, Uh, So check that out, because it is super cute and so funny, and by our friend Emily Mame Ford, who is a hilarious comedian. So thanks, Emily, for that. We love Emily, you guys. I am madly in love with you. If you're listening at this point, yes, you're phenomenal. The Super best. phenomenal. We love you. We love you all. Goodbye. Bye, Emily. <laughs>